You like that? Just makes me think of Olive Garden. That's what it makes me think of. It makes me think of Olive Garden. Eating some chicken marsala. Looking across the table with my wife. Eating them good cream potatoes. Mmm. I'm a fat boy. Didn't you know that? <laughs> it just mellows you out. I feel like Chef from South Park or Marvin Gaye. We're gonna make some sweet, sweet love. I know you like this music, because I know I do. You know what time it is? Ladies and gentlemen, Cummings' Culture is live with Season 1, Episode 1. And I want to get to a lot of things, I really do, but first, I have to tell you that today... And every episode is brought to you by Podbean. Podbean is a great app that you can download on the Google Play or Apple App Store, and you can listen to all your favorite podcasters, like the Joe Rogan Experience, Ari Shafir, Cummings' is Culture. I just want to welcome everybody to this first episode. I know we don't have a guest on today, but the reason I wanted this without a guest is because, man... We're in the studio. The studio is nearly finished. It's finished enough to do a podcast. And I just think, man, this is this is incredible. I know. I hope you enjoy this content as much as I'm enjoying bringing this to you. Uh, I didn't even know that I wanted to do podcasting until somebody told me that I might be good at it. And so I got a microphone one day and I tried it wasn't recording anything for anybody i was just recording for myself and i thought you know to see how i sounded and i was like well i may not have the voice of don imus or well wait a minute i shouldn't mention don imus don't mention don imus right he is not very popular at rutgers he is not very popular at rutgers but i listened to all these radio guys growing up and I thought, man, I have the face for radio. I really do. I really do. I have the face for radio. <laughs> but I have the face for podcasting, too. So I just wanted to make this podcast. And so anytime you've got a dream, if you can really, if you really feel that you're able to do something, then I think you should go out and you should try to do it. Because, I mean, nobody is going to make you happy but you. And, you know, we've got such little time on this planet. We've got such little time on this planet. And uh, we, we shouldn't waste it by worrying about what other people think or what other people say. We should just take our time and do the things that we want to do. And we should encourage everybody 
to do the things that they want to do. Because you're never promised tomorrow. You're never promised tomorrow. And so when you die, that's it, man. We only get one shot at this thing. And so when I created this podcast, I got to thinking, you know, what, what, if I'm going to really do this, if I'm going to really do this, then I should do this to the 100% best ability that I have. I should give this 150%. And now here it is, man. We're doing it. I'm going to do it to 150%. We've built this studio in my house, man. I mean, we have built a studio and we're going to have great guests on this podcast. We're going to have excellent guests. We're going to have people, man, that you wouldn't even believe. Uh, I've got a guy coming on this week on the podcast and he's going to be talking about how he built a media, built, built his own media. He was a lawyer. Some things happened. I'm going to let him tell a story about how he built his own media company. And he provides that. He provides a, a newspaper to every home in a county. Can you imagine that? Could you imagine taking a newspaper and just putting that out to every home in the county? And he also owns a radio station, so that's something that's cool too. So just be on the lookout, man. We've got so many good guests that are going to be on this show. We've got so, we're going to have such a good time. I hope you and really enjoy this content because we have worked really hard to bring this content to you. And I hope you enjoy it half of as much as I'm enjoying sitting here talking to all of you. We've got a long show today. We've got nothing but time, though. And it's just me and you. We have no guest. The reason I didn't want to have a guest on the first podcast is because I wanted it to just be me and you and your ear and my microphone and your speaker. That's it. That's all this is. Hopefully you can hear us loud and clear. Hopefully this sounds amazing wherever you're at. And I hope this podcast is finding you right now in good health. Cummings' culture is not just a podcast that is going to be another podcast that stays around for two or three days and somebody gives up and it's gone. Cummings' culture is here to stay. And uh, we've got some interesting things to talk about on today's podcast. We've got an interesting story that I saw on Fox News earlier that is that is from my area. We have a police officer who arrested a woman several times. She was fighting an opioid addiction, and she donated him a kidney. And it's just so cool. After she got over her opioid addiction, and she got in church, and she started living her life in a better way, in a healthier way, she was able to donate that man a kidney. And that's some of the stories that we're going to be talking about on here, man. We've got so many, so many great guests lined up on this podcast. We've got so many people lined up on this podcast. Uh, it's just going to be a great time. We're Eventually, we're going to have somebody sitting across from me. This week, we'll have somebody sitting across from me. And it'll be me and them, and we'll just be sitting here talking. 
and you're going to be listening. And I hope you enjoy us. And I hope you enjoy everything about this man because we work really hard to bring you this. And it's like I said a minute ago, if you're going to do something, man, you got to do it to your best ability. You, you just can't halfway do it and expect that you're going to get great results. So that's why I'm on here trying to promote this podcast with everything that I have. Um, we're just trying to build not just a podcast. We're trying to build social media. And that social media, you can follow us on Facebook is at Cummings' Culture. You can follow me on Twitter at Cummings Culture. And you can follow us on YouTube. And all you have to do is type in Cummings is Culture. It's so easy. It's so simple. Even a caveman can do it. I'm pretty sure I stole that from somewhere. It's all right. They got a gecko now, right? <laughs> They've got a gecko now. They don't need that. But uh, we've got great. Woo, wait a minute now. Uh-oh. Messed up and hit the wrong button there. That's going to happen. <laughs> That's going to happen. I'm not a professional. What do you people think I am? A prof you think I'm a professional? You think I'm a professional? I'm just some idiot who built a studio. <laughs> so now that we've got all that out of the way, let's discuss somebody on this podcast. <laughs> oh, crow, Nancy Pelosi. You're going to hear that every time I mention Nancy Pelosi. That woman is so crazy. You people out in California, San Francisco area, how are you voting for somebody like that? How are you voting for somebody like Nancy Pelosi? I just love that. That's going to be her new nickname. Maybe the president will hear this and he'll start calling her Crow. <laughs> oh, Crow. I'm going to have to start calling her Crow so I won't have to play the sound every time I mention her name. I better not say Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. Nick. All right. Well, old crow face. She went into a studio. She went into a uh, studio. <laughs> I'm in a studio, but she went into a beauty salon and she got her hair done. If she was talking to black people, you know how she panders. She'd be like, "I got my hair did," or it would be like, "I got my hair did," because you know she's the whitest white person I've ever met in my life. But Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> walked into that studio. Oh, studio. I keep calling it a studio, man. It, it, it's a beauty salon. All right. It's a beauty salon. She went to a beauty salon and she went in there and she had her hair done. And when she had her hair done, she was thinking, oh, I look fabulous. I look gorgeous. I'm going to show everybody my ice cream bars when I get home. Oh, wait, she already did that. 
People's out there starving and she's bragging about, oh, we keep this ice cream. Our ice cream is the top of the line ice cream. She buys that condom ice cream. You know what I'm talking about? That condom ice cream It's like, what is it? I mean, I, I, I call it condom ice cream because I can't ever think of the name of it. It's Magnum. Magnum ice cream. I think that's what she buys. Magnum. But anyway, I call it condom cream. Condom ice cream. Nancy buys that ice cream, and she's bragging about it on Fox News. See, it's not playing because I did not say Nancy Pelosi. Well, there it goes again. But Nancy is bragging about her brand of ice cream on Fox. I mean, or MSNBC or somebody. She probably wasn't on Fox. She gets destroyed on Fox. <laughs> what is that guy? Waters? He destroys her. He destroys the left or the Democrats. What is the left? What's the right? I don't know. But anyway, Nancy goes into a hair salon, gets her hair done. Two hours later, she's on MSNBC. And she just thought that she was just going to do it and get away with it and nobody would ever know it. But little did Nancy Pelosi know that someone would be watching the crow. The crow flew into that salon and it got its hair done and it showed it off to the world with pride. But little did Nancy know what was waiting for her on the other side. It was a camera. And the people of California who have been starving, literally starving, can't pay their bills, having to leave California in droves, especially in her district. San Francisco's a mess. But Nancy went in and got her hair done. A place where beauty salons and barbershops are not even allowed to open because of the governor's mandate. Nancy Pelosi did what they always do. All government officials, Democrats and Republicans, do as I say, not as I do. She went in there without a mask. It, but it's so scary for you and I to go outside. You can't go outside in California. They don't want you going outside. They keep saying that it's terrible. It's so bad out there. You shouldn't be going out there. That Nancy went into the beauty salon, got her hair done. without a mask, and she didn't catch COVID. But it's too bad for you to go back to work. It's too, it's too dangerous for you to go back to work now. Do as I say, not as I do. It's too dangerous for you to provide for your family. It's too dangerous for you 
to go get your hair done. It's too dangerous for you to take your kids down on the beach. It's too dangerous for you to go to a bar. It's too dangerous for you to especially go to church. How could anyone go to church? How could anyone go to a synagogue? How, how could you do that? Especially churches. We've got to keep the churches shut down because they sing and it spreads the virus. Do as I say, not as I do. But old crow face. Old crow face, she made the sound she always makes. And she came into that salon thinking that she was, oh gosh, that she was untouchable. And then she gets figured out. And then she says, I was set up. It's the salon owner's fault. I was set up. It's their fault. It's not my fault. They shouldn't have let me in there. It's not my fault they wanted that money so they could provide for their families. It's not my fault. It's their fault. I was set up. Nancy, you sound like a drug dealer on the corner who's been dealing drugs for years. And then eventually the police get smart to it. And they send down another undercover cop. And you get caught. And then he says, man, I was set up. Nancy, you're guilty. You broke the guidelines. You broke the guidelines, and I want to know when Governor Gavin Newsom's going to give you a fine. I want to know when that do-nothing Newsom is... I want to know when Gavin Newsom's going to say something about it. I want to know when somebody besides Fox is going to say something about it. I want to know when somebody is going to say something about it besides Cummings' culture. Because if this was a Republican, I mean, I'd be doing the exact same thing if they was going around preaching, oh, it's too dangerous for you to go outside but and get your hair done, but it's all right for me. Do as I say, not as I do. But Nancy Pelosi has a history of this. Do as I say, not as I do. She has a history of doing whatever she wants to do. She has a history because her father was the mayor of Baltimore and he was so bad as a mayor, they got rid of him. They, they didn't want him anymore. I think he went down as one of the worst mayors in American history. She's been in Washington for... Nancy Pelosi's been in Washington for so long, she argued with George Washington about the Constitution. She's seen every presidential inauguration. Her and Maxine Waters and No Pitch Mitch. You wonder why I call him No Pitch Mitch? He can't get a deal done. He can't get a deal on anything. The Republicans need him in there, but he doesn't need to be House Majority Leader or Senate Majority Leader. And you know what amazes me? 
that these Democrats in 2020 had a candidate. Had a candidate. If they wanted to beat Donald Trump, they had the perfect candidate. They had Tulsi Gabbard. She's a woman. She's a woman. She's a veteran. She's so well-spoken. And if she was the nominee right now, she would be mopping the floor with Donald Trump. I mean, Trump could not beat her. But they put somebody up like Joe Biden. Or as Trump now is calling him Joe Biden. It is that I knew this was going to happen. And listen, I'm not a Democrat and I'm not a Republican. I, I stay right in the middle. But I find myself more voting for Republicans now than I do Democrats because Democrats are do nothing. They're the do nothing Democrats now. They don't want to do anything. Pelosi on this bill. says that she wants this HEROES Act, $3.1 trillion or something like that, or $3.2 trillion. And the president comes in with a trillion, and she says, it will come down a trillion if he'll come up a trillion. Well, I remember not too long ago that $500 billion was a lot of money. And now they're throwing trillions around like it's nothing. A trillion dollars, not billion, not million, trillions. Trillions, they just want to throw it around. And they act like it's their money. It's not, it's our money. I keep hearing the same old thing, drain the swamp, drain the swamp. Donald Trump's not going to drain the swamp. Ladies and gentlemen, you know who's going to drain the swamp? We are. We're going to be the ones to drain the swamp. Because until we get it through our thick skulls that these people that's been in office for 40 years and they have not done anything, they have not done anything in 40 years, they're not going to do nothing now. They're not going to change. It amazes me when career politicians like Joe Biden run for public office, run, run, for, uh, run for president, and, and they say, I've got great ideas. Well, where were those great ideas 10 years ago, Joe? Where were they at? Where were they at, man? And that's just not Democrats, man. It's Republicans, too. You got Mitt Romney who says, I created health care. Yeah, it was the staple for Obamacare, and it didn't work. Obamacare didn't work. It It rose the insurance prices for everyday working Americans. Sure, the individual mandate's great, but until you figure out a way to work in the individual mandate and, and to get these insurance premiums under control, it's never going to work. We're not even going to be able to have an individual or, or the um, pre-existing conditions mandate, rather. Pre-existing, pre-existing conditions should be in a, in a health care bill. And I think Republicans and Democrats both agree on that. But it's just crazy that these people, they they don't have these great ideas while they're senators, 
or they don't have these great ideas while they're congressmen or congresswomen. They only have these ideas when they're running for president, and the half the ideas they're talking about are stupid. They're stupid. Like Joe Biden's an idiot, man. Well, listen, I shouldn't say he's an idiot. He's pretty smart. But he's ignorant. He's got dementia, man. He doesn't know what he's talking about half the time. Seriously. This is the best candidate you could have come up with. You had Tulsi Gabbard. You had Tulsi. And you put up Joe. Joe. Joe's the best you could put up. He's middle ground. Joe's not middle ground. Joe doesn't even know what middle ground is. Joe doesn't know where he's at half the time. Joe doesn't even know he's running for president. I seen him on the campaign trail, and he said he's a candidate for United States Senate. Joe doesn't know where he's at, man. And this is, you know what? It's not Joe's fault. It's not Joe's fault. They're making Joe run. They're making Joe run. Kamala or Kamala. I heard some people pronounce it Kamala and some people pronounce it Kamala. I think Kamala is the correct pronunciation of her name. And I think that's the way she's going to want her name pronounced. So I will respect that. But Kamala Harris has pronouns. Her pronouns on her freaking Twitter page. You think. Independents care about your pronouns? That's just a bunch of bull, man. Nobody cares about your stupid pronouns. Have we gotten so have we gotten have we gotten so weak, mentally weak in this country that we have to put our pronouns in our Twitter pages? I mean, seriously. Seriously, man. She her hers. Like Cummings is culture. I mean, like, hey Cummings, what's your what, what's your pronouns? He his. I mean, come on, man. I'm a I'm a man. All right, I'm a man. I got a beard. You can see my picture. I got a beard. I got a man's haircut. I look like a man. Listen. If it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck, it must be a duck. And Phil Robertson may shoot it, so if it's a duck. But these people, man, these they've taken over the Democrat Party. And they're running they're like... If, if you don't think there's a walk away movement in the Democrat Party, you're lying to yourself. There is. It's like a lot of people would like a walk away movement from the Republican Party, but you can't walk away right now because there's so many people walking into it. You got Joe Biden out there. You're going to get murdered. Listen, Joe's going to get murdered by Trump in these debates. Trump is going to mop the floor with him in these debates. Trump is going to get him so confused he doesn't know where he's he already doesn't know where he's at. But if you think having him on the stage with Donald Trump and he's talking about I want a fact checker there. 
Well, whose fact checker is it, Joe? Is it yours or Trump's? Because anybody could lie about being a fact checker. Depends on what media company you want to use. And it's like these, uh, the, the, these, the Atlantic, the Atlantic's coming out and saying that uh, Trump said this about the, uh, the troops. How convenient is that, that that came out two hours or two days, something like that. It was in 24 to 48 hours after the story broke on Nancy Pelosi. I mean, it was almost right there. I don't know which one of them. One of them, may, one may came out before the other, but I think it was, I think it was Pelosi. I think it was old Nancy Pelosi. I think that story broke on her first. And matter of fact, let's fact check myself right now. And I will look that up while I continue talking about that. And if I'm wrong, I'll apologize, you know. Uh, but Nancy walks into this hair salon. And she just thinks it's... Okay, KT to San Francisco reported this five days ago. All right. They reported that five days ago. They reported that five days ago, and I'm trying to figure out. Oh, three days ago, the Atlantic article comes out. So five days, I was right. Five days ago, the story comes out on Nancy. And then a little bit later, a little bit later, the story comes out on Trump. And those sources are anonymous. This woman who, who released the video about Nancy, <laughs> she didn't stay anonymous. They're threatening to burn her salon down and everything. Just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. You know why I don't believe that story on Trump? Because everybody stayed anonymous. Everybody in that story was wanting to stay anonymous. And John Bolton, who had a major riff with Trump, said, I was on that trip and I didn't hear that. He said, it may not have happened. He said, it may have happened. It could have happened later in the day, maybe. He was that the time that they were saying it. It was happening then, or something like that. Like he was supposed to be there. He was there. The article says that John Bolton said that he was there on that trip, and he didn't hear that. John Bolton is refusing to even confirm that story. 
He's wanting to, he he's not even trying to confirm that story because he wants to stay far away from that because he doesn't want to get drug up in that. Can you imagine those people? Can you imagine those people when they figure out? Can you imagine when Trump figures out who they are? Can you imagine how he figures out when he figures out who they are? How he's going to destroy them? How he's going to get a hold of them? How he's going to how he's going to tear them apart? How he's going to just rip them and <laughs> man, I, I would rip them to pieces. I'd probably sue them. Just being honest, saying something like that. Saying something like that. I mean, if the president said that, I would be sitting here telling you what a scumbag Trump was. But I don't believe he said it. Anonymous sources just don't get it. Anonymous sources just don't get it for me. You're going to have to bring a lot more than an anonymous source. Speaking of Trump, they're saying that November the 1st, the sites that are supposed to be, uh, the sites are supposed to be opening for these plants to start developing or distributing the COVID-19 vaccine. Uh-oh. right. Uh-oh. November the 1st, right before the election. Now, I don't know how you feel about vaccines, but I'm not anti-vaccine. And I'm all for vaccines. But I'm not going to take this COVID vaccine. I'm not going to take it. And the reason I'm not going to take this COVID vaccine is not because, you you know, I'm anti-vax. I've already told you just now that I'm not anti-vax. I'm actually pro-vaccine. I believe vaccines work. But we... All right. We know that this vac we know that this coronavirus is deadly to elderly people. Elderly people that have health issues, we know that this coronavirus is bad for them. But a vaccine rushed this quick. Could be deadly to everyone. Can you imagine taking this vaccine and then six months down the road you find out that it's causing cancer and that there was something in it that's causing cancer to a lot of people? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that it just causes rapid onset cancer? I mean, this thing could cause all your hair to fall. I mean, we don't know. We don't know what the long-term effects of a vaccine are that that that, that is rushed. And I'm not going to take it. I'm not telling you not to take it. If you want to take it, that's fine. That's your prerogative. That makes you a person. Because you have your own ideas and you have your own opinion. Opinions like buttholes. Everybody's got one. But... 
We can't sit there and pretend that something's safe when we have no idea about it. I mean, we've had medicines out that we that that the FDA approved, and then they go to the market, and then we find out a year or two later that hey, this does cause cancer, or hey, this is killing people. We find it out. And it's too late then because those people already have cancer. They're already sick. But we thought it was great medicine. Will I get the COVID vaccine eventually? Yeah. But when I find out it's safe, when I find out the COVID vaccine is safe, then I'll take it. But until I find out it's safe, I'm not going to do it. And then you got someone like, it was someone from the Obama administration. It was someone from the Obama administration that was under Obama said the other day that they should pay people $1,000 to take the vaccine. Is your life worth $1,000? Is that, is that all the government thinks you're worth? Is $1,000? You take that vaccine for $1,000, you get cancer and you die. Was that worth it? Was that $1,000 worth it? You take that vaccine that we didn't test, we didn't take the time to test. We're just getting a vaccine to have a vaccine. I'm not taking it, man. And that's, like my, that's just my opinion. It's just like a butthole. Everybody's got one. But I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it to myself. I'm not going to do it to my family. I, I just don't think that we should rush something as important as a vaccine. I mean, I really don't. And I think anyone that does is either in it for two reasons. They're in it to make money. Or they're in it to stroke their political ego. They're in it to stroke their own political ego. So I don't know when we'll actually have a safe COVID vaccine, but we can't pretend that we have something that we don't. We don't know if it's safe or not. It's... I mean, they started developing a vaccine in what, March? And they're already saying that they're going to produce it? That they're already trying to set up distribution facilities for the COVID vaccine? It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. They would even think. They would even think that the American public would be so stupid to take it. Are there going to be people who are going to take it? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm not calling you stupid if you take it. Well, they'd be stupid to think everybody's going to take it. Because there are going to be people, that me, people like me that question. Question, is it safe or not? I want to address something else while I'm right here. I'm I'm getting close to my time. 
I want to address something that's in my own local town here. This being podcast one, episode one of the podcast. That's going to be an episodic podcast. We're going to do more than just one. There's a person running around, running their mouth, saying that this podcast was created just so I could blast people locally. What makes you think you're so important? What makes you think that I would give two flying, you know what, trying to keep his family friendly? Why would you think that I would care enough or the people that listen to this would care enough about me blasting somebody locally? Me blasting somebody locally. Listen, you're not that important. Nobody knows you outside these city limits, and I hate to bust your little bubble, and and I hate to not stroke your ego the way the people around you do. Have I invited local politicians on this podcast? You're right, I have. I invited two local politicians. They tied in a race. I invited them both to come on this podcast. They haven't gotten back with me yet, and that's fine. And neither one of them has said anything. But it's some little idiot running around, running his mouth because he thinks he's cool because he's got no life. He's got nothing going on in his life. And he's bored. And he's mad because his mom didn't love him. And his daddy didn't tuck him in at night. And his mama didn't get his bottle warm enough. Listen, man, I'm not on here to blast anybody locally. I'm here to build up my community. I want to have business owners in my community come on this podcast. I want to have these local politicians come on this podcast. I want to talk to them. I want to see why they want to serve the the city. I want to have... I want to have... I mean... All these local politicians on it. I want to have them all on it. I want to talk to them all. I want to promote my city. I want to help my city grow. And I think this is an effective tool that I can use and a platform that I have that we did not have. Listen to this. There's nobody in my city that has a podcast that is reaching everyone. I have access to everyone that has a phone, to everyone that has a computer. I have access to you. So, of course, I want to build my city. I'm not here to tear. I'm not doing anything. I would not do anything here to harm my city. I think... that some of our city leaders are doing the best job they can do. And I think some of our county leaders are doing the best job they can do. 
But do I agree with everything they do? No. No, I don't. I don't agree with everything they do. And that's okay. That's okay. Just like you're not going to agree with everything I say on here. And that's okay. That's okay. That, that That's good. We agree to disagree. But my little community here, my little community, and I'm going to address this. I have a cousin that's on city council. And I've heard him talk about, God, man, 10 years now, how he would like to have a water park in this city. How we'd like to have a splash pad in this city for these kids to have something to do. And man, guess what? That happened. It happened. It just happened. I had told them when I had told them about I had told him about a year ago. About a year ago, that I'd like to see a new library. And guess what, man? It happened. It's happening. They're gonna build a new library here. And it's great, man. That's great for these kids. It's great for this community. And I want to have them on here and I want them to talk about what they've done and what they're doing. And I want these business owners to come on here and, and I want everyone to come on here and I want you to tell your truth. And then, we'll, then I want to ask you questions. Maybe, maybe, maybe I don't agree with something and I want to ask why. And then maybe you can make me understand. Or maybe somebody else doesn't agree with something and they want me to ask you. And maybe you can make them understand, man. That's what this is for. This is media. This is 100% free media. Do I get paid to do this podcast? You're 100% correct. I do receive money for doing this podcast. Advertisers will roll ads on this podcast, and I will get paid for that. But I am doing this not to harm anybody, not to tear nothing down, man. I want to build this up. I want to help this community. I want to help this city. Man, we've got so many great businesses here. And I want to help them grow. And the people that want to start businesses, the reason I want them on the podcast is because maybe you want to start a business, but you just don't know how. Maybe you live in a town that's small as mine or a city that's small as mine, and you think, man, I'd love to start a business. I just don't know how. And maybe they can come on this podcast, and they can explain it to you, how they did it, and what their dream was, and how they achieved it, and now and now how they're living it. That's what this podcast is for, man. Yeah, we're going to laugh on here, and I'm going to make jokes. But I wanted to address that, and this person that's running around saying this, this is the last time I'm ever going to address you. Because outside these city limits, nobody knows who you are. And 90% of the people inside these city limits wish they didn't know who you were. We've got some great businesses here in this little city. Man, we've got this place. I just want to tell you all about this place. This is one of my favorite places to eat. It's called the Frosty Inn. I mean, this place has been here forever. And they've got the best hot dogs. And they've got like 20 
something flavors of ice cream. And I love this place. And this place has been here for over 50 years. It's staples like that that I want to bring on here. We've got this great restaurant that I eat at all the time, man. Pretty much every Friday I eat there. I eat at a place called 43 Grill. It's a great place to eat. Great place. Great food. Always great service. I mean, just impeccable food. I mean, you, you can't, I mean, the, the steaks, the Del Monaco, I ate one the other day, man. They cook it to perfection every time I go in there. Always the nicest waitresses. Always the nicest staff. Always very clean. And even when they could only do curbside, I'd still ate there. These are some of the places that I want to have on here. And it's nothing to tear anybody down, man. We want to build people up here. We're going to have pastors on this podcast, if you didn't know. We have churches on this podcast. I have a friend right now who's working on getting a college on this podcast. Man, we're we're gonna we're gonna do so many great things right here, right here. I'm gonna invite people from the, from the local high school to come talk. They've got interesting stories up there. My mother, I'm going to try to get her on the podcast because she's got one of the best stories you've ever heard. In 1988, my mother was shot inside of a church. She survived, man, and she's still living today. It's a great story. It's a great story. There's stories like this all over this little community I'm in. And there's people out there that's outside this little community that want to that, that are going to want to come on here. And there's so many stories here in Alabama that you could just see that, 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 that that's one of the reasons I'm doing this because Alabama has such a bad stigma around it. And I want to show you what Alabama really is. I want you to hear the people of Alabama and how they care for their community. I want you to hear them. I want you to laugh with us, man, and I want you to cry with us too because there's going to be some tearjerkers on here. I want you to enjoy this. I really want you to enjoy this. That's what this podcast is about. For all the people's wondering, Cummings' culture was created to show you Cummings' culture. The culture that built me. My grandpa owned a lumber yard. And I learned some of the best lessons in life that now I apply to my everyday life, sitting right there under that old shade tree. And I think about some of the people that have came through that lumber yard. And I get emotional sometimes thinking about them. And it's hard for me to talk about. Because I'm not one of those guys that show emotion. But I remember some of those people that used to come over there. And we would laugh and we would talk. And I worked. 
but it wasn't work because I loved it. And it's like this. A lot of people say a podcast is a lot of work. And it is. It's a lot of work. But I love doing this. And I believe that I can help my community doing this. And I believe in my little community. I believe in it. And I love it and I want to see it grow. There's some people saying that we don't have good paying jobs here. I want to use this podcast because I can reach everyone. I don't have a listening area. The listening area is the world, man. The listening area is the world. The listening area is the world. Everyone in the world can hear this podcast. Everyone in the world that has access to the internet can hear this podcast. It goes everywhere. It goes absolutely everywhere, man. We're going to be on iHeartRadio. We're going to be on Pandora. We're going to be on Google Podcasts. We're going to be on Amazon. We're going to be on Alexa. You're going to be able to say, hey, Alexa, play Cummins' culture. And, and, And we're going to be there. And we're going to be there. This podcast wasn't created to tear anything down. It wasn't. This podcast was created to help build my little community. This podcast was created for me to have an outlet to talk to the people of the world. This podcast was created an outlet, has created an outlet for pastors to come on here and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. This podcast was created as an outlet for rabbis to come on here and tell me what they want me to know. This podcast was created for everyone, regardless of race, regardless of religion, regardless of of social status. This podcast was created to help you. I'm just a vessel, man. That, that, that's all That's all I'm ever going to be. I'm just going to be a vessel, and I'm just going to be a voice. I've heard since I was a child that my mouth was my worst enemy. But when I was a little child one time, and one time I was a child, do you believe that? I remember I heard the Lord whispered in my ear and he said, after I heard somebody say, your mouth's your own worst enemy. I heard the Lord whispered in my ear. He said, it's my greatest weapon. It's one of my greatest weapons. This podcast was created to get out the truth. The truth. That's what this was created for. This is why I didn't want to have a guest on today. This is why. Because I just wanted to talk to you. I just wanted you to hear me. Loud and clear. As my time here comes to an end on this podcast, I just want to remind you. that you can follow us on Facebook by typing in Cummins' culture. 
You can follow me on Twitter at Cummings Culture. And you can follow us on YouTube at Cummings is Culture. And we're going to be available everywhere. We're, we're going to be available on Apple Podcasts. And anyone that's listening to this podcast that wants to come on, message me, man. You're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about as long as it's appropriate. We're going to have people on here that talk about different topics. We're going to have people on here that make you laugh. We're going to have people on here that make you cry. But I always, always want you to remember that I always hope these podcasts I always will hope and pray that these podcasts find you in good health. And I always hope that you remember that we're not controversial. We're just culture. I'm Cummings. And this has been episode one. Season one of Cummings is Culture.